County is full of amazing stories, and the purpose of this podcast is to collect those stories from the people that live there. Where We Landed is a podcast that recognizes our whole history told by the individuals that live and love this small Indiana community. Well, welcome back, everybody, to Where We Landed. We are so excited to be in the studio again. It just feels like I blink and we're right back. But it's so much fun getting to make new friends and hear new stories and find out why people landed here. Um, I'm Iris Brunner with Family Service Society. We also have Alicia Hazelwood. Hello, hello. And we have Kylie Jackson. Hey, everybody. And we um, are going to kick it right off with our favorite thing that we've been doing lately, um, our trivia questions from 1978. (laughs) You think it's your favorite thing. You're up. I don't have any points yet. Well, that was definitely sarcasm. Definitely sarcasm in there. So, All right, right, Kylie. I know you're... Let's have them. I know you're all excited about this. Mm -hmm. Um, I do want to update the standings. Iris is leading. She has two points. Uh, Scott has one point. That's right. Scott beat me. (laughs) (laughs) Our guests have accumulated one point. So Kyron will be representing the guests today. Uh, And then there's Alicia, but she got a late start. I did. Still time. Still time. Missed the first couple weeks of the game. So uh, I still think my answer was better in the last show. (laughs) Yeah. So um, Scott's not with us today. So Mm -hmm. you get the chance to pass him. There we go. All right. First question. As a reminder... This is a board game with Indiana trivia that I found in my grandmother's things. What was was the name of it? Wonder Indiana. Indiana. It was made in 1978. uh, So it's pretty dated trivia about Indiana. I don't appreciate the pretty dated since I was born in 79, but that's okay. (laughs) Alicia, pretty dated. (laughs) All right. First question. What is Indiana's motto? Crossroads to America. Who's your heartland? Yes. I'm gonna give Iris. Yes. I'm gonna go. You got the preposition oh. wrong, oh. but you get it's crossroads of, of America. America. Okay, but we'll give you a point. For yes. Uh. Okay. Uh, this one, uh, the wives' tale one went well last episode, so there's another one. That's the one okay. that Scott got right. If the leaves stay late on the trees, it means what? A lighter winter. A longer winner. You guess, Kyron? I would say a longer fall. It means there'll be a colder winter. Colder winter. So, All right. Yeah. No, no the... points there. Last question of this episode. Okay. Uh, what is Indiana's one land grant college? Purdue. Yeah. <laughs> I should know better. <laughs> She's always going to give us the Purdue question. Uh-huh. She's always going to give I us looked the Purdue at question. I looked at her and she was smiling. I've, I was like, the board. I've skipped so many IU questions <laughs> in these cards. Yes. Hey, I want my yeah. point, man. Yeah. I'll, I'll get we to gotta it. We've got to show Scott. It. That was good. All right. Tied. So i got to step my game over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Updating the standings. Iris is at three. Scott's at one. Alicia's at one. The guests are at one. So All right. we got to step Iris from pull, pulling away. Pulling ahead. Pulling ahead. Next week's our chance. Does anybody else have like anxiety over that? Like I get like so nervous to be the leader yeah <laughs> to be the leader and to like no. answer it first like what's the question okay sorry all right <laughs> all right i'm gonna turn it over to alicia to introduce today's guest so i am super excited to be able to have on our show today kyron montero right 
Yeah, he's shaking his head. All right. See, I got it right. Um, I'm excited to have him on because he is a fellow radio studio bug like myself. And he has a studio here in downtown Marion called Frequency Canvas. And um, when I met him, he just kind of had a real cool vibe and it was a lot of fun to, to chat with and thought he would make a great guest here on Where We Landed. So, Kyron, welcome to our podcast. We're super excited to have you here. Thank you, ladies. My heart is beating. I'm, I'm oh no! <laughs> Take a deep breath. This is just a conversation with friends. Sorry, I might have projected on you a little. No, no, hey. no. no she shoots out all these weird vibes sometimes. No, no, it's, it's good. I just get nervous. So, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you? Um, are you a Marian lifer, as we say, or did you grow up somewhere else and end up here in Grant County? So, I grew up here in Marion. I've been here thirty-one years because that's how. How old I am. Uh, I mean, just typical stuff. I grew up in church, grew up a preacher's kid, grew up in the music, playing drums, producing music, rapping, had a drum line, rebellious teenage years, all that <laughs> typical church kids uh, stuff from the 90s. So I grew up in Marion, seeing, you know, Zach and all of those guys play basketball. I wanted to play basketball bad, sucked. <laughs> real bad and so yeah i just i just decided to stay with music and so um but yeah i mean marion has been a a good place everybody knows everybody i feel like every black person in marion is my cousin <laughs> is it true though or do you just feel that way you just feel very connected to that community it or? feels it feels like a lot because you have this side you know people get married and then these last names are related it's just yeah. And then everybody just knows everybody. It's a small community. So Marion is uh it's home. So what uh you said you graduated from Marion High School? Yep, class of two thousand eight. Best right. class of the of the <laughs> other of the whole other than ninety eight, because I think ninety eight was the best. Ninety nine. Oh four. See, <laughs> See look, we had good basketball Man. players. I graduated with Julius Mays and, okay. and Jay Edwards and all of them. So we should have won state championship that year, but we didn't. Sure, but we lost by like one point. We did win state when I went there. So how was... We were not, we were not good in 2004. <laughs> so did you go off to college? Did you stay here and start work? What did life after high school look like for you? So after high school, I stayed back because my dad had cancer. So he died in 09 mm. from a bone marrow cancer. It was a battle, I think, from, like, February 2006 mm. till February 2009 when he died. And then I was going to go to business college, and I just never went. So mm. I just kind of, like, stayed doing music and just working, you know. And so then probably around that time I started to travel more because I come from the Christian hip-hop world. So doing, like, a lot of shows and just kind of producing music and Met my wife around that time, got married in 2011. So it's coming up on 10 years, New Year's Eve uh, of this year. And I mean, that's kind of just been that, just trying to build business and doing music. Have a daughter now. She is five. And 
Yeah, acts like she's 50. I was going to say, <laughs> she's in charge, isn't she? She thinks she is. <laughs> uh, so you talk about doing music, and that's not really something that like you would associate with Marion, Indiana. So talk about that a little bit more. Like, How do you get into doing something like that You know, in a community like the size of ours? Okay, so growing up in church, uh, I don't know how it was for y'all, but like, growing, for me, I didn't have a choice. <laughs> right? yeah. I wanted to be there and not. I just <laughs> we need somebody on the board today. It's gonna be you. <laughs> it, yeah, it was it was well playing drums is actually the first thing that okay. I that I did at five. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually a drummer. That's okay. um which is how like me, Ronnie, and all those kind of guys are, are actually connected because mm -hmm. we all started out as okay playing drums. And you're talking about Ronnie Morell. Ronnie Morell, mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So um growing up in church, I didn't at times I didn't I love being at church, but there were times that I didn't want to be there friends mm -hmm. could go do this i'm like man i gotta be here gotta go to church again yeah. and so while i was there i seen this real cool dude from michigan i don't know what his name is i don't know where he's at in the world mm -hmm. one of the greatest drummers i ever seen and the little church groupies was going crazy over him i was like, i want to do that <laughs> <laughs> i'm here, like seriously like i'm like if i'm gonna be here i want to be like in the coolest position <laughs> in the sanctuary so like so yeah, I so, like I, so I so I got to do it, and that and flirting with the girls is what got me into it at church. I'm just being honest, a bad preacher's kid flirting with all the girls at church. So I mean, I started playing drums, and then my dad rapped. So he was way ahead of his time. So in the wow. '90s, he would he was a youth pastor, so he would incorporate like poetry. Oh, the kids loved it into his sermon. Yeah. Like I had never yeah. seen nothing like that before. So mm -hmm. that's kind of like where everything started. Then yeah. I started producing music and then, you know, that brings you into the studio and then everything just kind of really just took off from yeah. there. Well, in the late eighties, early nineties was when rap really just started to grow yeah. and, and progress anyway from, you know, as a genre of music in the first place. So the idea of your dad doing Christian rap that early is something that's really, really impressive. Um, it was looked at as like devil's music though. Yeah. Like it's a whole fight, like church people like Even you now. can't like God can't use rap. Like well now I think it's more it's grown. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's been people to get Grammys and yeah, you know, have multi million dollar labels. So now it's it's proven. But yeah, back then, yeah, it was it was But to see your father of. on the cusp of something like that's pretty pretty impressive and exciting to yeah, especially for around here. Yeah, it was yeah. it was it was it was kind of like revolutionary for you know a small local local scene. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Very cool. You mentioned you're married. Yeah. And do you want to share a little bit about Jada or? Yeah. So uh, Jada Montero is my wife. I don't know. If she wants me to say her occupation. She she is <laughs> she is a social worker. Mm -hmm. She works for the. Yeah. I won't I, I won't say She's, what kind of. She right? works for the Department of Child Services. Mm -hmm. Uh, and she is getting her doctorate in social work. And good for her. Yeah, good for of, her. A lot of different plans. So I don't know how yes, I landed it. her or why she still puts up with me. Yeah. <laughs> kudos to her because Absolutely. it takes a big, big heart to do that work. So, so kudos to her. I couldn't do it. You are definitely a definitely a rock for her and that mm -hmm. that kind of work for sure. So you're. In studio, you have opened a physical studio yep. in downtown Marion. Do you want to talk a little bit about about that? Yeah, so we had the grand opening April 23rd. It's called Frequency Canvas, 102 East 4th Street, uh, right above 
Lark song. It's a shared office space with like two or three other businesses. And so it was kind of just a perfect way to to start instead of taking on like a whole building and everything to kind of have, you know, just a shared office space. And so I really didn't want to do it. My wife actually pushed me because I didn't think Marion is a big enough market to handle something like that. I actually was looking at moving it to Indy and just commuting because that just would make way more sense. But I just took the risk here and uh, I'm not I'm not limited to Marion because people can send. Yeah, that's stuff. so. I mean, I work with people. They could tra- they could come to you. Yeah. yeah, you've got the space. They can come to you. Well, mm-hmm. they can work in other studios and then actually yeah. send the stuff. So, I mean, I did that out of my house for years and got some really big credits that way. So I knew if nothing else, I'm like, that can always work out. But it's been well, though. I mean, it's given people opportunities to have a state of the art, you know, room to come in and record in that they wouldn't have been able to. So it's been it's been consistent. So it's been challenging at times. but. Kyron, what was it like um, doing the work you do uh, during the pandemic? You know, I, I know that you you do a lot of stuff virtually and you mm-hmm. were doing that before, but, um, you know, getting people into the studio maybe wasn't as easy. What was that like? So at first it was great. So from like, when did this start shutting down last year? Maybe February, yeah, mm-hmm. March yeah, of March. last year. It was it was great. But about by August, it was terrible. Mm. Because people started losing jobs, mm-hmm. you know, people was finessing unemployment and <laughs> all kind of different things, and yeah. they just didn't want to spend money on on music anymore. Mm-hmm. So, like around end of July, early August, I was hit mm-hmm. like nothing. Like, and then it probably started kind of picking back up once I opened the studio. Honestly, I yeah. think that that buzz kind of like spark things but for about six months it was it was hard like it was dry so when you have people coming into your studio kind of and this is again i'm like surface level like i just love to consume it (laughs) i have no idea how it's made you know it's you know like the cookies i don't know how they're made but uh, i'll eat them right (laughs) so it's like the same thing so when you have somebody that comes to your studio i mean what all types of services are you providing for them like are you like mixing for them are you providing any of the creative are you just hitting record like explain that to me so mainly i'm mixing and mastering music uh if people are coming in to actually record it's only vocals i don't record bands like so if i need to record a band i would go to a bigger recording studio okay record it there track it there whatever and then and then bring it back um so i mean there's that capability there's music production capabilities like voiceovers um, I podcast, could do something podcast. Podcast. Yeah, podcast. I haven't done it yet. Um, that's something I'm more so looking into. But I've just it's just mainly been a lot of mixing and mastering. Okay. But next year I want to start expanding and and doing some more things. But do you record your own your own music too? I do. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's extremely annoying. <laughs> I have to Why put the mic like that? right by the computer and like, you know, trying to edit and just do stuff. So, but I haven't really focused on my own music. I've really wanted to focus on trying to grow, uh, grow that business. I mean, this year alone, I've invested like 20,000 at Sweetwater into like equipment upgrades and mm-hmm. things like that. So it's just, I think it would be unwise of me to try to like put my focus too many areas. And so I've been just trying to, trying to grow that so it's been it's been fun 
So when you're talking to people that you're recording or that you're mixing and mastering for that are probably all over the United States and they say, where in the world is Marion, Indiana? <laughs> and ask questions about the community that you're from. What are some of your favorite things to share with those people about our community? Basketball. Yeah. I mean, probably is the first thing that, that I can say. I mean, it's a Hoosier state. So basketball, um, some people have heard of Zach, right? So mm -hmm. some people know of Zach from being here. Honestly, like James Blackman and, and like the old school players here. I'm not trying to call nobody old, but <laughs> some of like, Too late. that's kind of what it what yeah. it is. I've heard that. Honestly, Indiana Wesleyan. Mm. I've heard people associate when it comes to Marion that it being known for that. But I just to me, I just tell them that it's a, you know it's a small knit community that's just you know, everybody knows everybody. Everybody kind of works, takes care of their family. And, you know, it's not a real fast paced community. So. Yeah. We talked earlier about kind of being from the community. Some of us are lifers. Some of us came here when we were really young and we all had that kind of thought process like, oh, I'm graduating high school. I'm out. And you said um, before the podcast started recording about how you've really enjoyed being a citizen of Grant County and of Marion more in the last few years mm -hmm. um, than before. Tell us a little more about that and why, um, what the change has been for you that you enjoy this community more. Well, like, so for me growing up, like you said, music, that's not something that you associate. So growing up, it was always like, I got to graduate and get out of here. Mm -hmm. I got to move to LA. I need to move to New York. I need to move to Atlanta, Nashville, somewhere like that. Yeah. But, for whatever reason, there's been times where I plan on moving and then just still being here. So for me, the last couple of years, I think I've just accepted the fact like I'm here. So instead of sitting on the sidelines, just do stuff. So I think since I made that decision, it's become more pleasurable for me. So, cause I've always had to leave and do stuff. So this year has been my favorite year, honestly, opening up the studio probably has been, has been my, my favorite year because I feel like I'm a part of the ecosystem yeah. locally, you know, and contributing back to it. I think that it was maybe last episode, last week's episode with Dawn, when she was talking about whether the glass is half full or half empty. And it, it depends on whether you're pouring into it or drinking out of it. And, mm -hmm. and she was saying like, that made her feel really like once she started engaging in the community and being part of the community, that's when things for her started to feel like, she was really part of the community. Is she a business owner? She's a nonprofit uh, okay. director. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that's how she said, you know, she was working a remote job, so she didn't feel super invested in the community. But once she finally like started doing the work in the community, that was how she felt connected. And it, it sounds like much the same for you. My, my, my challenge with Marion has always been like our community wants premium stuff, but then it seems like when we get it, then people don't want to pay. Yeah. Don't want to pay for the premium stuff. Yeah. And so for me, that's always been my challenge with marrying is that we don't seem to appreciate when people establish things here. So, I mean, it's just, mm -hmm. um, maybe that's not true. My age group, I feel like does not like investing back into the community. Mm. I'm seeing more young entrepreneurs start up, but, you know, on the consumer side, I don't think my age group really wants to. I think that back. could that could be a an age thing. Maybe like every generation doesn't do that 
in their 20s. But as you maybe as you settle down mm-hmm. and start families, I feel like that could probably be said for a lot of generations that that maybe it just takes time to get established. Maybe so. Maybe. Well, I like to give, give them the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> yeah. You're so kind. Well, I, I didn't have anything to invest back into my community when I was in the in my 20s. So True. 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 I, I mean, other I than my time and talent. A, but, a level of capacity. but And that's just as valuable. Yeah. Time and talent is just as valuable as yes. treasure. So. Yeah. This episode of Where We Landed is brought to you by the United Way of Grant County. The United Way's mission is to build stronger families. We believe that sharing inspirational stories helps strengthen the fabric of our community. To get involved, contact the United Way at 765-662-9811. I wanted to just kind of circle back around to something that you said there. Well, well, Scott's line, pull over and park. (laughs) Has he said that lately? He hasn't. He hasn't said it lately. Well, I said it for him. Um, You were just talking about... I felt like I needed to move here to be able to do this job or I needed to move here. I needed to go here and need to be there to do this. And then you said in the last couple of years, I've really enjoyed this a little bit more. And was there kind of like a realization you're like, well, I don't have to be there to do the same thing. I can do that right here. And it doesn't. And I think that sometimes we get ourselves like, so like whatever that definition of success is has to be, well, I can only be successful if I'm in LA or I can only be successful if I'm in, if I'm in Atlanta. And I, you're successful. Like that's that's what I see. I don't, I don't know if there was a question in there. Maybe more of an no, no, obser- no, yeah, observation. Yeah. <laughs> I think. But, I think for me it was more of a instead of sitting on the sidelines waiting to go somewhere, mm-hmm. do it now. Do it because time mm-hmm. doesn't wait on on anybody. So I think for me it's just like if I'm not being active, I feel like if I'm unfulfilled, then um I feel angry. A lot of creative people, I don't know if you can relate to this or not, like, you know, so I, I have, after my dad died, it emotionally made me just drain out, mm-hmm. bitter, and I don't know if I've ever even dealt with that grief. I don't even know what grief is besides, I know he's not coming back, and that's that's just that, but mm-hmm. I, I held up, like, a lot of, it, I developed a real bad temper, Throughout time, and I've had throughout my twenties, especially had a, like a lot of just rebellion, being mad at God, like because he was an awesome guy, mm-hmm. and like the connection that we had, like so he wasn't even my biological dad. Mm-hmm. I was raised by somebody who was considered my my stepdad, but we had a rule we didn't use that word. Yeah, uh, my mom was eighteen when she had me. One night stand, being fast. Sorry, mom. Don't. <laughs> Real dad is a piece of you know what. He lives in Michigan. Never had a close relationship. So. My mom marries a man that when I was one and a half who happened to be in music. So I don't have his blood in me. So Uh. it's just ironic that fate kind of put us together because Mm -hmm. I would have ended up in music anyways. Passions aligned. Yeah. 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 So when I lost Mm -hmm. that, it made me so kind of speeding up. I don't. I will always get ready to want to open a studio because I've looked at several places downtown throughout the years. And every time I get ready. Somebody from the community uh, make me mad. Watch my words. <laughs> yeah. They, they uh, do something, and then I'll be like, "Forget it." Like, yeah, yeah. You know. So I think for me, it's just realizing, like, don't sit on the sidelines. Just be a part of it. And honestly, like Ronnie, uh, what Ronnie's been doing with Morel Scooter, mm-hmm. we've always had a close relationship. And he was just like, "Man, like, bro, stop being. You know, like, don't be like that. Like, change. Like, we can make it better." And so I'm like, 
All right, man. You know, I'll I'll uh I'll jump in the water with you and see how it that be the goes. change you want to see in the mm-hmm. world, right? But what's weird is the studio is not what I wanted to open. You know this. Mm-hmm. We're working on a ride share. So like a uh, Uber and Lyft okay. type for mm-hmm. Grant County called Pull Up. That's what's been the focus. Okay. But it's so much bigger of an operation. I just had mm-hmm. to like push it until like next year and just it's too stressful trying to Pull stretch yourself together. out. So but the studio wasn't the plan. But I think with me, God has a sense of humor. Every time I say I'm not going to do something, that's what ends up happening. I'm not opening <laughs> yeah. the studio. And I he said, yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to make this happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do this in marrying. Not going to do this. You know, I've been mm-hmm. through stuff relationally in the marriage. This not going to happen and this happened. So I'm just going to shut up. <laughs> Every time I say I'm not going to do something, it's not. Yep. But, to, but to be real with you, in order for me to really hit my peak and maximize I, I have to leave. But the goal is if if I can scale it and have different locations, then yeah. So there's some young guys that I'm trying to train up, teach them everything I know. That way it can run. But man, nobody wants to do anything. It's so hard to build up a team that's reliable. That's my biggest challenge is mm-hmm. building up and having somebody that can really who really wants to wants to work. Cause you guys mm-hmm. know what business, you have to want it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, living day to day, you don't know where your next paycheck is coming from. You know, you could be right on the bare minimum with your car. No, I mean, there's been times I went a month and a half with no check, Mm. you know, starting this. And then everything, you know, starts to come in and just works out. I mean, I just went through a dry spell. And then, you know, you guys know certain ventures Mm -hmm. come through. This happens. This happens. And then you're looking up and you're like, oh, this is great. (laughs) It's starting to look better. Yeah. So. So. You named the studio Frequency Canvas, which yep. I absolutely love, but I'm interested. How did you come up with that name? Um, Because I look at it as an art. And so, especially if I'm working on like music, uh, there's a lot that goes on in the mixing process. So I don't know if people realize the amount of work that goes into their favorite song, but engineering has a huge reason of why you like music. You can hear a great song and it sounds like, uh, Bad. trash <laughs> and you can't en- it, like you can still identify as a great song but you don't enjoy it as much like that replay value comes from a song feeling yeah feeling good so um I, that's why i called it that because it's an art form and yeah. so um just that mentality of just trying to look at it as an art form so what do you think is the best hidden gem that grant county has I've never been asked that question. <laughs> the best in the gym. Hmm. We all come from different backgrounds and different groups of networks and friends and stuff like that. So there are things that I would think you've probably experienced that maybe none of us have. And, you know, I'm like to get the ideas of, oh, this is my favorite place to eat or go grab a drink or, you know, those hidden gems that maybe we think as normal, but maybe because we're not in that network, they're not, right? So Okay, so that's a two-way question. So one <laughs> so one for me personally, a hidden gem for me as a person yeah. was Trent Daly. When I got when me and Trent locked in earlier this year, <laughs> like and I found out who he was in his stature and then seeing how cool he was, like I'm like, yeah, this dude is like humble. So, so more in like a like a mentorship role. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, teaching yeah. stuff. Because I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, if I was, yeah, I, I might be an arrogant prick if I was <laughs> right. at this certain kind of position. So, mm-hmm. like, I mean, 
he let me come to IMG, hang out with him like six hours. He came and seen the studio right before the opening. I'm like, he's going to come 30 minutes. He stayed like two, three hours. I'm sure he mm-hmm. had way more stuff to do than hang out with me. So, like, I think Marion has hidden gems like that. Mm-hmm. Like, people Absolutely. who are who are here that have experience. I thought I would have to go out of town and have that kind of experience. And even given this city historically, the fact that somebody who wasn't of my same race and culture was able to pour in and tell guys like me and Ronnie, like I might not be able to meet with everybody, but you guys can take certain information back yes. to your age group, back to your culture. Um, so I think relationships with certain people. And then as far as restaurants, man, Los Amores is fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I think that's a, I don't know if that's a hidden gem because everybody, <laughs> everybody knows about that. <laughs> Ashley's is, I think, is a hidden gem. Yes, it yeah. is. I agree with that too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean Friday pre- happy hours, premium coat. I mean premium mm-hmm. ice cream. Like mm-hmm. I would go to like Cold Stone in India, some something like that. But I think I think what yeah, she's you just doing, walk right across Washington yeah. Street. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, what's your order? What, what do you like to order there? Half cup of strawberry and vanilla. I'm boring. Oh, just mm-hmm. half and half. Hmm. That's not boring. That's good. That sounds well, good. No, I'm boring though because I don't do the cookie. Do- I don't do all that. <laughs> all the extravagant. The root beer floats are good, and then mm-hmm. I hear she has coffee now too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have to. I will have to try that. But I got to give a shout out to the peanut butter sundae. That one's my favorite. Um, I have to try I, it. Peanut butter sundae. I do um, a scoop of butter pecan and a st- scoop of strawberry on a waffle cone. Mm. Good. Those are my favorites. Yeah. Mm. See, I'm born. I'm telling you. I'm, 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 I get uh, something different every time I go yeah. in there. That's what I'm saying. I'm born. Same. I took a friend from out of town to Ivanhoe's once, oh. and she ordered vanilla. And I said, <laughs> there are a hundred different choices on here, and you picked vanilla. <laughs> it sounds like you would pick yes. you'd pick vanilla. vanilla and strawberry. <laughs> if yeah. we go, like, every restaurant, I have my thing. So, like, we go to the Cheesecake Factory. Mm-hmm. You know exactly what cheese pasta. Like, it, like, every... <laughs> Every restaurant, like, yeah, I'm born. So, yeah. what's your go-to at Los Amores? A rose con pollo. Yeah, uh-huh. yep. I get a rose yep. con pollo with veggies. I don't do the veggies. I love the veggies. <laughs> cheese. But as far as hidden gems, and mm-hmm. I don't know if I answered that question the right no, way. No, you did. There's you no did. right or That's wrong great. answer. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, but I'm trying to think of something that really may be hidden that I found out about. Or, I'll tell you what a hidden gem for me a couple of years ago was Ninth Street Cafe. Yes. I heard that they had good breakfast and we ordered it to go. I was like, yo, this is this is good. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's a hidden gem, yep. I would think. Yeah. Good place for breakfast meetings, for yes. sure. For sure. Well, maybe something else that we could go along with that too is, and I think you were kind of touching on it a little bit too. So what what would you be doing in your free time? When you're not in the studio or you're not working on one of your entrepreneur entrepreneurial oh my gosh Ooh. Ooh. yeah you went for it. Word. <laughs> almost messed it all up one of your ventures <laughs> how about that <laughs> what are you doing in your free time the studio <laughs> because <laughs> there's so no many things that mm-hmm. i can mm-hmm. i can do like i haven't produced music or making beats as they say mm-hmm. in like 10 years so right now i'm kind of like getting back into it knocking the dust off and right now, I don't feel comfortable like trying to offer that service because I don't feel like I'm where I want to be yet. Yeah. So right now, it's just gaming for me. It's just like just something that's just therapeutic and fun. So I like being in there because I can lock myself in and just, you know. It's like practice. If you were playing a yeah. sport, 
yeah. well, you're it's, practicing. It's therapeutic too. I mean, you can be having a great day. You can have a bad day. You can just literally take the vibe and mm-hmm. experiences that you go through and kind of like put it through the speaker. So, so, so that's kind of like a stress relief for you as well too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Un- until it comes to start working with people. And then it gets stressful. <laughs> Difficult clients are stressful. Yes. Personality management is uh, it is a learned skill. Well, what's funny yeah. is, is I, hopefully I don't offend people if they hear this. A lot of the local rappers around here, they want to think they're Drake or Jay-Z. So they want to act like them. But I'm like, you don't pay like them. So you should like humble so you yourself. Don't yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. all of these requests and demands. So like, honestly, like, People out of town or people who come from out of town are people like you guys, easy to work with. It's the people who are not professional, people who yeah. don't know what to do. Yeah. Have rougher rougher personalities to uh Well, even just not knowing and, what to do, yeah. you kind of got to mm-hmm. hold your hand and stuff like that. So I have to kind of like remember like everybody doesn't know what to the do. The ins and outs of it. That's when it gets stressful. But outside mm-hmm. of that, the studio is like, it's a safe haven. Mm. Nice, nice. Uh, Karen, you mentioned briefly the rideshare program or the yeah the rideshare app mm-hmm. that you're working on. Um, and I know we've talked about it a little bit, but maybe give give folks an idea of what that is. What where where did your passion like what what need did you see that 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 needed to be identified, and why why are you the one to 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 touch on it? Um, just maybe expand a little bit on that. So after I started experiencing like a downslope with Frequency Canvas last year, uh, I was going down and Ronnie was going going up. So I'm like, I'm losing money and his scooters are like starting to take off. Because August of 2020 is when Morel scooters really took off. And I was looking at that and I'm like, you know what? This is like a perfect time to get something outside of music. And so... I just started thinking, like, what can I do? And I probably for, like, three weeks straight, I just did not sleep. Just up, 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 just trying to think. And I couldn't come back to nothing but transportation. Like, what is something that Marion suffers from? And so I did that. Ronnie was, like, one of the first people I called, ran the past him. He was like, man, this is, like, genius. You just got to figure out the model. And so we found a company in India who does like white labeling development, all the American developers, it would have cost like 40 something thousand mm. to get the app done. And we was able to get it done for like around 3000, you know, as nice. long as we just had to learn, I had to learn the like 14 hour difference and when yeah. to talk to them and when stuff to like work that. Together. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that money, it's all right. I, I, I can get up for, yeah. you know, saving that much. So really that's what it, what it was. But honestly, you know, I have a love, hate I like, I front like I don't like Marion, but honestly, I love Marion. Yeah. And like, if I had like some Kevin O'Leary type situations <laughs> where I could be a venture capitalist for Marion, like, mm-hmm. honestly, that's my goal is to have multiple passive streams. So the things that I want to do, I can do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're fun. And so, like, I have passion. Mm-hmm. I just, I would love to just see Marion just. Blossom. Because growing up, it just felt like more opportunities. Mm. I look at my grandma and I'm like, how the heck did you guys take care of nine kids, mm. you know, working at RCA? Like, that's crazy. Like, mm. you know, so I think marriage just needs more opportunities. Yeah. Awesome. Mm. 
So we talk about um, recharging ourselves. You talked about being in the studio as kind mm-hmm. of a self-care recharge place for you. Um, and we like to share those ideas with our listeners. So in most cases, it's around reading, listening, or watching. So okay. what are you reading? What are you listening to? Whether it's music or podcasts, or what are you watching on TV that's kind of your um, recharge, kind of fun place to get lost? Okay, so as far as reading... I'm I'm supposed to be reading uh, the Think Rich, Grow Rich <laughs> books, uh-huh. um, and then there's another another book. It's called Rich and Righteous. It's a book that me and Ronnie are supposed to be diving into. Actually, a group of us. Um, so those are two books that I'm supposed to be starting. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> so you're out. I'm, I'm gonna be you're accountable on the record. I need to. I need to start that. I need to. Okay. I need to. Start we all that. heard. We're we're gonna be your accountability partners. Oh, I, I appreciate that. Seriously, I need to do that. As far as uh. Watching, I like stand up comedy. I know he's controversial, but I love Dave Chappelle. Yes, I know he's controversial. I'm a person that says controversial stuff, so he doesn't rub me the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Some stuff is like, you know, like geez, but I I love people Mm -hmm. who speak their mind. Yeah. Uh, And then as far as like shows, I don't really watch a lot of shows. I love basketball. Yeah. Um, Who's your team? I mean, I, I bleed blue. I was so hurt we lost Paul George. It just ain't been the same mm-hmm. since Paul George left. Mm-hmm. I ain't My been to a Pacers game. agree with you. I ain't been to a Pacers game mm-hmm. since. It, it, um, besides them, I love Golden State and Brooklyn. I think what Seth Curry is doing right now is, is, is amazing. Yeah. Duke hit a three-pointer from, from anywhere. anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I like that. But as far as shows, there's a show called The Originals. Yes. I love that show. I love mm. Vampire There's Werewolf. Two spin-offs. The Vampire Diaries. I haven't watched Legacies. So I started, I did, I started, I started. Speaking my language. Yeah. So I, I, <laughs> I need to watch. But I, I love that kind of stuff. Like Underworld, the Underworld franchise. Mm. I'm a fan of franchises. So my favorite movie franchise is, uh, is Underworld and then the Transformers. Okay. I love those movies. So like all of the Marvel. So I, I love, I love movies and, and shows. But I like, I like the originals because to me it's like, a more gangster version of Twilight. It yes, is, it, yeah. It is. Like Klaus, that dude. Oh, it's great. So we went to New I Orleans Halloween. We went to New Orleans Halloween mm-hmm. weekend. So I actually got to see where they shot it. Jealous. I was like a I was like a beautiful scenery too. Yeah, yeah I, I was mean, a group of y'all. Yeah. I I, mean, I never thought I'd act like that. Yeah. I, I, yeah. So I like I like shows. Hot too, but and, and honestly, I actually I like driving. So I, my Nissan is good on gas. I waste a lot of gas. <laughs> so I will hop on 69. You're a Sunday driver. Yeah, that's what I'm um, saying. Every day. I find any excuse to go to Sweetwater. Uh, <laughs> like helping us pick out equipment. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, I will just, like, oh, this microphone cable sound bad. I'm going to go swap one out. Yeah. Like, literally, I will find any excuse. I just, I don't know, being on the road, listening to music. I love talking to my friends out of town on the phone. It's just therapeutic to me. So maybe a ride share thing would be perfect for me. Yeah. <laughs> I like driving. It's just, especially in the summertime where you can roll the windows down and, yeah. and all of that. So. I'm seeing like a, a future show, like um, ride share confession. <laughs> totally well, they have a show. But like, wanna... yeah, like a total documentary where you can just. Like that taxi. Honestly. Yeah, well, I was thinking like taxi cab confessions or. Um, what was the trivia what? show? Yeah, yes, what was that's that one? the one I was thinking Cash about. Cab. Cash, Cash Cab. Cash Cab, yeah. So, so honestly, part of one <laughs> like of the. That would like, be so cool. <laughs> one of the things I got from Sweetwater this year was a GoPro. Mm. And they have the suction holder yeah. that you can put on Mount. the window. To tell you the truth, 
I've been thinking about doing a podcast for the last two years. Yeah, so we need to there podcast from his car while we're driving <laughs> to Sweetwater. But the thing, the thing about it yeah. is, everybody's starting a podcast, but this is a business. Like you guys started a a business. This isn't just getting together talking. You guys are investing. You guys are building up and. If you're going to do it, you have to do it right. Mm-hmm. And I can't be trying to do all of these other things and not do it mm-hmm. right. So if I did it, it would just have to be like the Kyron Montero podcast. I already paid for my own website and everything. So it would just I would just have to insert it into what I'm doing. What would your what would your content be? Would it be like vlog style, like just stay in the life stuff or would you have guests? Like, what do you think your podcast? Honestly, would be I would like to have some content where other men can relate mm-hmm. challenges. Because I think that there's things we go through. I think men are insecure, just as insecure as we claim women are. Maybe probably more. Mm. It just seems macho. Um, hidden a little more. I love jewelry. So, I mean, just like sports, watch collecting. Uh, me and Ronnie talked about doing one, but that's going to boil down to me editing and me <laughs> <laughs> doing everything. But, I mean, the studio is set up for it. I could yeah. literally set the GoPro up, you know, buy a couple of mics, and then we could... We can go. And I love to talk. Like, I talk too much. So, um, but I thought about doing it. But I honestly, it would be therapeutic, I think. I would look at my life, some mistakes I made, and really just try to help some people not mm-hmm. bump their head on the same thing. But That's awesome. I don't know. That is awesome. I love it. Yeah. Makes me want to say, okay, so how do we make that happen? Right? Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm listeners. the doer that's yeah. like, okay, so let's make that goal happen and achievable. Yeah. You heard it here first. <laughs> the Karen Montero show. <laughs> <laughs> but I really, honestly, I would love to, how you guys have this. I think if I've seen Marion have any potential, I think we living in a podcast network. Mm-hmm. There are literally a lot of you guys are no disrespect. How you guys are doing it at the most grand level? Mm-hmm. Um, Blades, uh, there's the mm-hmm. Blade Sports Culture Show. They're in the same building. They're doing a great job. But this right here, you can go on Spotify. You can listen to everything like the way you guys are doing the equipment. How you guys like you guys are taking it serious. So I think if if more people did that for different things, I think that's something Grant County could really maybe be known for. Yeah. Well, we have you to thank for yeah. picking out our equipment. Yeah. <laughs> we're the one that made us a little bougie. We, yeah. we bought exactly what you told us to. Minus the headphones. Sweetwater, I'm so sorry. I was the one that said, oh, we don't need the headphones. We'll be back. <laughs> but I mean, look at what you guys are doing. I mean, if you guys wanted to, you could almost be like a Netflix of podcasts. You could mm. literally rent this out coach mm-hmm. people you can literally take your business formula and charge mm-hmm. somebody else to do it so. do you want to record the Kyron montero show on our equipment sure. yeah i know you said <laughs> something to buy him, buy him microphones we happen to have four yeah well, i'll look, catch you a real well, good look, deal see, on mixing and mastering see, for the look, use of four microphones i have been eyeing podcasts that's how i knew exactly <laughs> what to tell you i've been eyeing <laughs> stuff a friend of mine he bought that he has one in anderson and um him and his brother was just doing one he just changed he's a photographer so they just decorated his basement up <laughs> and uh it was it was dope Again, we make it happen. Well, and maybe for our listeners too, and I'm not sure if we've given an update on that though too, is that we did make the investment in all of the equipment um, and we are 
blazing this trail yeah. and figuring out how to do this. You know, Kylie is actually on the soundboard. Like she's the one doing all of the work right now. Yeah, I know. Right. Camera out. I was going to say, I think that's the big thing. I, you know, I hear you talking about, you know, you know what we're doing here, but I think for us, this, the intention was always for this to be an investment in Marion and Grant County of, we've all said, you know, I heard you say, you know, it, the hidden gem is my, you know, this relationship that I have with this mentor. And I, that's the biggest thing that we've had when we sat down and started doing this was like, we have rock star people here. Like just to say, you know, you're doing the things that, you know, sound producers and, you know, record, record labels that are doing in LA and you're doing it right here. And you're giving that opportunity to other kids here that if they're interested in learning that they have that opportunity here. So I think that's the big thing. And that's the most important thing that, we want to, I say we, me, I'll say me. I'm not going to speak for everybody That's why else. We tried to capture yeah. it in the podcast yeah. where we landed. Like, how yeah. did you land here? And you can do any of the things that you're passionate about Absolutely. right here. And you're a hidden gem. I mean, think about how many Absolutely. studios we have. Like we have burning studios and we have frequency. Yeah. And we have frequency canvas right here. So if you want to get into the music business and you want to record a song or whatever that looks like or an album so you can have, you know, something that you can take to those bigger studios mm -hmm. and say, hey, mm -hmm. what is this? You know, what do you think? You can do that right here. And you mentored us in figuring out we didn't know what we were doing. Doing, figuring out you know what microphones would be the best and what stands and all of that kind of stuff and so you know you're pouring back into the community not just financially through you know starting an amazing business here in the community um that also brings people externally into our community to see how awesome it is Can but I, you're sharing your personal knowledge as well which i think is important i think a few things to caveat off what you're saying first off to you big money people who have nothing to do pour back in because yeah. like we taught like classes and stuff that was a challenge like, if, i heard it say if reliable steering took off like me and ronnie think it can if like so like what pull up that's what i'm talking about so the company is reliable steering pull up is just a dba under mm -hmm. that so if the ride sharing thing took off i would probably just open the studio up for free mm -hmm. you know like i'm mm -hmm. i'm starting a distribution company Launching that out, that's where, like, getting people on iTunes mm -hmm. and all of that, it's called Engaged Distro. It's actually active. And so I accidentally got into that. I wasn't meaning to. And it's a joint <laughs> venture with a company. So, like, I'm trying to, like, next year I'm really trying to sprout out. But if those things could take off, I would totally have studio time for free yeah. for artists and for different things. And then how you were talking about, like, with AJ, I think another thing in the community is people don't partner up. Like me and AJ have two different studios, but we do two completely different things. Mm -hmm. He offers music lessons. He does track yep. and vocals. I'm more so mid to master. So honestly, me and AJ would be a perfect duo. Yeah. But because people think competitively, and I'm not saying that about AJ, I'm just saying, you know, people don't come together. And that's why I think yeah. Marion can't progress because we don't come together when it makes sense anyways. Yeah. Well, um, just to be good stewards of time, um, we're, I think we're going to have to have you back like <laughs> six months from now or something. We're, we're definitely going to do a part two with Kyron because there's, there's some more to talk about. There's way more to talk about. I and I, um, it's been so great to meet you today and to learn your story. And we are grateful that you came to our podcast where right. we landed. Um, I like to encourage our listeners to make sure that you like our like it, hit that little heart, make sure you turn on your notifications. Also find us on social media. Um, if you're not sure when we drop, which is every Thursday, uh, 
we we have new episodes so make sure you find us on instagram uh kylie does such a great job with our instagram she always posts fun stuff on our stories um we're on facebook as well Uh, yes go follow it right now um but thank you thank you um it's been so great to be here today and we'll see you next week see you next week see ya today's podcast was engineered by kyra montero of frequency canvas 